what's going on with the pinky? <laughs> I was counting down. Oh. <laughs> Three, two, one. We live. Hey, we live, baby. We back. We're back. It's been a long time. Man, life kept happening like a us year. last year. Life happened. <laughs> life really happened. But we are happy to be back. His fault, her problem. I am Ebony, in case you forgot, as usual. Well, it's been a while, but Shari is here. <laughs> hey, y'all. She's still with me. And then we have two lovely guests. We have Perry. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me, y'all. Our pleasure, really. Thanks for coming. <laughs> okay, because people be tripping on us. They don't show up really? like they supposed to. Oh, yeah, they be canceling last minute. Like I got a flat tire. That's bold. Then okay. we have a literal flat tire situation or yes. something. Ten minutes before well, we, we thought he was lying. He was lying. So, I, said, I so feel like you lying, but okay. <laughs> I feel like you lying, but okay. <laughs> Story of my life. That's why when we was uh, when we was texting, you made sure to put in all caps. Are you available at this day? Because this I'm not. Time? <laughs> because I didn't want to have to go straight to. Stop fucking playing with me. Wow. <laughs> We're not doing that in 2019. No. I mean, if you committing, you're going to commit. Okay. In every 100. sense of the word. Come on, somebody. Commit to the 100. commitments, 2K19. Period. <laughs> How you doing, Sean? I'm good. I'm good. It's... Oh, yeah. We have Sean. Sean, thank you. And you doing good? I'm always good. Okay. He always good. I need some of that. Right. Got to get some of his good juju to rub off. Nah. I know. You I like that. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a fake good? Why we no, don't need that it's good? Just, we, it's hard for me to hold on we to it, and I'll be busting my butt to just be good at all times. That's a word. Cool. It take work. It, it does it, take it's work. It's hard work to just be chill. Protect your peace. Absolutely. At all costs. <laughs> oh, amen. Man. Don't let them steal your joy. Like word. They try. Yeah. It's a word. Mm-hmm. So today we are in the spirit of Valentine's Day. Mm. We're gonna dive into love and intimacy. Mm. I hope y'all ready for that. <laughs> oh, born <laughs> ready. Oh, <laughs> what's your oh, silence is very reassuring. <laughs> I know. Um, what's what's your relationship status? Mine. Um, oh, yeah. Sean. Two year anniversary, February nineteenth. Coming oh. up. Okay. Yes. Is she? Is she I what? ask. Are you about to pop the question? One, one. If yes, you can't two be, if no. You can't be. Yeah, just blink. You can't be ruining it. Yeah, I'm about to say she I know, listen, don't say that. I'm like, I if mean, she listening, it's not like listen. <laughs> but she, she already, might listen. She, she kn- gonna listen next she week. Knows she gonna listen. Coming. She knows it's coming. She don't so know when. So you're not when. playing with her. Oh, I I let her know it's coming, but okay. I didn't tell her when or where. That's all, so wait, I just I just gotta gonna, make sure my good sis not getting played. How old are you? I'm 28. How old is she? 23. Oh, okay. So okay, giving her some time. Yeah, she got time. She got time. I'm, I but I, but I don't know. We be ready though. Who got time? <laughs> She's more ready than me, so I'm just like, all right. Well, whenever you ready, I'll be ready. Just let me know when That's to go. Nice. That's an interesting take on that. I, I appreciate that your I, yeah. level of commitment, man. I, mean, I already told her I ain't going nowhere, so you better not go nowhere either. And he yeah. came with a word <laughs> early uh, on, coming with words. What about you, Perry? Man, I should have went first because I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> he like, mine ain't that poetic, but uh, he's like, I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't got no plans next Thursday. Hey. <laughs> no Valentine's Day. At all. Nothing? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Not even a prospect? Nothing. Uh, nah. I'm going to put, um, put your Twitter in the in the show description, maybe. We can get this released gonna, early in the day. We're so trying can. to find Perry a date, y'all. <laughs> We're going to release early in the day. So if you're looking for a date, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Slide in our DM by 2 p.m. Yes, yes. Hey, <laughs> 2 p.m. single, time. ready to mingle. Oh. Have a 
two degrees, nice paying job. Um, okay. Six feet even. Oh. I might be ready next I'm, week. I'm <laughs> hey, hey. What's up? Wait. Hey. Ladies, she, this just in. He's not available. This just in. He's taken. It's shoot your shot 2019. Man. Hey, shoot or shoot. Hey, shoot or shoot. I'm shooting all shots. Uncontested, contested. All shots yeah. are being shot. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. Yeah, so I'm, I'm rather rather young here. Pulling up from half court. Go. But you're doing good. Yeah. I think so. He's doing good out here. I'm proud of you, black man. Thank you, black lady. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put my fist up at that one just because that sounded good. What sounded good? Just I missed the whole it. black positivity thing. Oh, well, we positive up in here. Oh, I believe And, and we, we black. black. <laughs> um, hey. <laughs> I mean, First and foremost, every voice you hear is black. <laughs> there you go. Positive. There you go. It's, Catch it's me reassuring. on the wrong day. I can't Black say. History Month. Hey. Okay. All of that. We should have came with black. a black history Boy. fact. Next next week. Yep. And every week, therefore. Come on. Absolutely. Okay. We Black history year. Black history forever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, what are y'all doing? Well, you said you ain't doing nothing. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Um, it's a secret. It's like a whole weekend of oh. events. Oh, weekend I Valentine's Day. Okay. A man yeah. with well, a plan. She lives out of town, so <laughs> okay. it's like okay. a. Where she live? She lives in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh wow, that's not okay. too bad. No, it's yeah. three it's and a half hour yeah, trip. Yeah, it ain't the worst. Yeah, it ain't the worst. You know, is but, she from there? Uh, no, she she's from Auburn Hill. She goes oh, to. Okay. Getting her master's in nursing from Case on, Western Reserve gal. University. Oh, okay. Nice. So I'm gonna drive out there to her Friday night. We're gonna go to dinner, and then Saturday morning we're gonna go out to eat again. Okay. Um, we're gonna go see some stuff, and then Sunday we're supposed to go to this track meet because we're both track and field athletes, and I'm so a coach, cool. and my little sisters are running, and they like her. She liked them. We're gonna go watch them run. And then come on, family time. We're gonna spend Monday together, and then I'm gonna go back to work on Tuesday. Work really will throw a wrench in your plans, won't it? <sighs> work you having, you know what? having us messed up out here, ruin your whole good time. I I want to complain so bad about work, but I ain't Love been to work. Job. I ain't been to work in like ten days. This weather. Yeah. This weather. I I work no, at like, elementary school with the, with the kids oh, at the school. That's nice. So we had all last week off. The week before that, we had three days off. I haven't had a single day off. I, had, I, I was it's, off today and yesterday. We ain't been nowhere yet this It's year. because I work from home. It's mm. a gift and a curse. So it it's is. like, but I don't, there's no such thing as a snow day for me. Oh, no. Ever. A, oh, yeah. You got to be in there. Hurricane, your roof blowing off. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. We don't care. My only hope is that the power can go out. Mm-hmm. But even then, maybe not because I have an air card. So they probably going to tell me to go to Starbucks and work or something. I know. Mm. It can't be that bad though. Because I, I work from home too. I just you know, I stay in the bed. Have my laptop in the bed, have uh Oh yeah, no, I love it. I love working from home. Yeah. Y'all are special. Mm-hmm. I can't like having the option to work from home is cool, like inclement weather or that's how mine started off as Lord, an option. Lord willing, <laughs> when I have a child, if that child becomes ill one day and I gotta stay home with a sick child, but if I only work from home, I wouldn't get anything done. First of all, if I sit in the bed, I'm going to sleep. Um, it's That's a real. TV at home. It's food at home. Like, all kind of distractions for me. I, I don't take think naps I be... throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all a right, thing. Well, <laughs> yes. You just get okay. the work done. 
All right, guys. Well, <laughs> you just get the work done quicker <laughs> so you can mm. do stuff like take naps. That's a little reward right there. I'll, I'll wake up, wake up about 1030, uh, <laughs> look at my computer until about 1231, 130, take a nap, wake up, and I'm off work. See, well, that's a, that's exactly how my day goes. Well, <laughs> Y'all something else. <laughs> Y'all something else. Anyway, moving right along. Moving right along before people lose their job. <laughs> Do y'all think Valentine's Day is for men? No. No? No. That was a assured. It can be. Strong no. I mean, I got gifts coming, so I'm getting a Valentine's Day. You don't think it's for men or you never experienced it? Like uh, nobody's ever done anything for you? I, I've experienced it, but... um. But I think as a whole, at least here in, in this region, um, it's it's mainly for women. Because in Philly, we didn't celebrate Sweetest Day. I came out to Michigan yeah, and that's everybody Michigan was saying, thing. Mm-hmm. oh, Sweetest Day, Sweetest Day, Sweetest Day. And I'm like, what the hell? What else the Sweetest Day? <laughs> like, you mean yeah. I got to do Valentine's Day twice? But <laughs> Basically, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Basically, two Valentine's Day. Sweetest day is supposed to be for the men, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like women too. be still it's looking for they. We're trash. I think I have that too. Like, okay, I, I got you this. Now where my stuff <laughs> at? And you we like, still looking for uh, stuff. Sweetest day. Mm-hmm. Something. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot me a text. Like, nah. What? Shoot me a text. <laughs> for sweetest day, like if we're if we have something, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something for you. I won't expect anything really in return for sweetest day. But I want you to keep that same energy when Valentine's Day comes. See, that's how I, mean, I feel. Like, that's how that's it should exactly be. I, feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It de- it depends. Because it depends it, on who I'm dating at the time. It, <laughs> that, it, it does. Hey, that's a word. That's it a changes word. depending hey. on who I'm dating at the time. Yeah, because it might have been okay for him, but for you, nah. Yeah, I mean. I hear you. I don't know. The right partner bring it out of you, that's all. Ooh, that's true. That's true. Gym dropped. I can't contest that. Mm-hmm. And the wrong one to bring it. The wrong one to have you <laughs> waking up that morning just looking right like along. Mm, mm, <laughs> moving right along. Mm. We're positive in twenty nineteen. Talk about the wrong ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Shari. What you got? What do I? Got? Um, you don't know. So, is sex a Valentine's Day gift? Is sex? A, no. no, no. Sex is not a Sex is not a gift at all. Hmm. Your yeah. presence is hey, a present. I, <laughs> Stephanie, turn her mic. Off. <laughs> I think she's gonna be on some bullshit. So, I agree <laughs> with Perry. Sex is not a gift. Sex is not in a relationship. Gift. I mean, unless y'all just not having it at all. If we're not having sex, and then if this is the first time, sure, that's the gift. Okay. That first time was like, all right, we ain't done it before. This is the first time. I'm gonna give you some. Okay. But if y'all been doing it, and it's like, all right, this your gift, and then after it's over, you looking like. So you really ain't buy me nothing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they be like, I bought this lingerie. Like, exactly. I can't fit that. What it's you buy that for me? <laughs> Who you buy it for, for real? No, sex yeah, is not cause, I don't think no. so, at least. Because if February 14th roll around and, and I, I tell, you know, my hypothetical lady, hey, babe, I, I got this dick for you. It ain't gonna hey, work out. It's not gonna work out. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able. Yeah. It was having a sale at Dicks. You finna get it for fifty percent off. <laughs> like not fifty percent off though. Look, <laughs> you finna get Sheesh. half the stuff you've been working with before. That's all. Holy. Okay. See, see mm-hmm. I think I think I would consider it. Um, I think I would consider it a, a gift or something to give somebody, if if I knew, 
the majority of the partners I, I had had I had and would have would consider that a gift as well. So if I can give you that and you consider it a gift, then yeah, it's a gift. No, that's not a but, gift. But 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 if, if it's only if you just never, consider it a gift for no. me, never right, has it, been, never will no. be. Okay, for no. the record, y'all heard it here. <laughs> Sex is not a that's Valentine's not a Day gift. It's, it's not, not a birthday gift. That's, not a sweetest day gift. Not at all. Not a Christmas present. Mm-mm. Sex is not a gift, guys. Mm-mm. You heard it here first. Mm-mm. Let's jump into the topic. Let's do it. Oh. oh. <laughs> she was talking to me. My bad. I was talking to you. So <laughs> intimacy. Um, I guess we can start by defining it. Um, does any and I'm not I guess we can review the, you know, official Webster's dictionary definition of intimacy, but what are y'all personal thoughts on it? Personally, I feel it's whatever you feel is intimate. Intimacy is is defined between the two people involved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a romantic date could be, you know, something intimate. Um, Sex can be intimate. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it just depends on what you define it as. It, It literally can be anything. Okay, so it's evolved. It changes depending on the parties involved. Mm-hmm. I just think it's closeness, really. Like I, I feel like a lot of people look at sex and think sex is intimate, but sometimes sex is just not even intimate at all. A lot of times, right. it's like, not intimate at a, all. A lot of times, yeah, I think today. it's a mm-hmm. matter of of closeness more than anything. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I think it's um like you said, to piggyback off you, the closeness and um and the the quality of, of the relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship you're intimate in. I can have an intimate, you know, moment in relationship with, with a good friend of mine, uh, mm-hmm. with a family member or et cetera. So it's not limited to, to a life partner or somebody mm-hmm. you're dating. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. for me, um, when I think about intimacy, I think <laughs> about our own private world and everything that happens inside of that world, like our own language. So, and I mean, can you expand on that? Certainly, because I'm. Uh, Please. <laughs> you're not impressed. I'm not Would following. <laughs> <laughs> so our, all of our. So you think about intimate, like mm-hmm. you said, intimate moments that you might share. Um, just things that happen within the privacy of our own world that aren't out for public consumption. Inside jokes that we have, the language mm-hmm. in which we speak to each other, not right. just verbal language, mm-hmm. but inside jokes we might have um nickname but mm-hmm. go ahead my bad you sure because <laughs> you can have it i quit go <laughs> no i'm all set you go <laughs> um <laughs> yeah all of that um includes but is not limited to physical intimacy because like ebony said um sex a lot of times is not intimate i think with casual sex on the rise um sex is largely impersonal nowadays so sex alone doesn't uh equate to intimacy to me agree agree i feel like i don't know and this like in this current dating generation and like you said casual sex on is on the rise it almost feels like intimacy is lacking in relationships period like, yeah, like I, it seems like people are not dating with intent anymore. And consequently, mm-hmm. a lot of the dating relationships we have men and or women, for that matter, mm-hmm. who are just in it to have sex. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so. 
nothing is being created. People are not even dating anymore. Like people are not even going on dates. People not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. They just out. Just we just fucking, fucking and texting. True. Oh, hey, you don't even get text <laughs> back <laughs> these days. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. Get left on red, rather not texted. <laughs> get left Fucking on red. Fucking get left on, on red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, I agree. I believe it. Um, it's a conversation I had a couple weeks ago. The difference between kissing and sex, which is more intimate. Kissing is more. I intimate. think kissing for sure. Mm-hmm. Because Do I you think sex. Well, it it depends. Now it depends on your definition of intimacy. Because some people can consider sex more intimate because you're sharing that moment with one person, and I you mean, feel like it, it could be how you an actually intimate feel moment about the person, though. Versus you kissing somebody, you know, I I like you enough to kiss you in your mouth. But I have heard men say that they have sex with women that they don't kiss. True. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's like that's I've heard issue. that be a thing, mm-hmm. and it's completely foreign to me. But like. I, I feel the same way. Like, how does that even happen? Like, how does that... If you feel like you can't kiss me in my mouth, then we don't need to have sex. sex. Yeah. At all. Like, if you have a sex with me and you, like, avoiding my face when I'm trying to kiss, then I'm going to feel offended. Like... (laughs) I don't think that's a woman thing. Is I that think, a woman thing? No, no I think no, that's more a of a man thing. thing. No, it's no, a man no, thing. It, it, it definitely is a it's man most, thing. But yeah, I think know. that's more of a man yeah. thing for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely a man thing. It's definitely. But that was that was the argument. Like, why is kissing more intimate than sex now? But I think I think just because, uh, you know, sex involves more. So sex in and of itself, it can definitely be not as intimate as kissing, but it has mm-hmm. the potential to be so much greater on an intimacy level right it's only so much range with kissing mm-hmm. but with sex it's it, since you know it can so, be anything it, it can be you know a lot of things that can mm-hmm. be very very intimate and personal including kissing mm-hmm. so I, I think sex in itself just has a greater range to be either or yeah it can be it's like i think with sex it requires a certain level of trust to even get to the the space of intimacy so like I don't know what I'm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> just bear, just rock with me for a second. So, like, if I'm having sex with you, and you just hitting it from the back all the time, mm-hmm. like, how can we create intimacy like that? Yeah, I feel like it's it's impersonal. You need to look me in my eyes. You need to kiss mm-hmm. me. You need to do some things. It's so impersonal, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I think some yeah. people prefer that though. They prefer it to be they're trying it. to remove the intimacy from it. So mm-hmm. Right, which is why a, yeah. I think kissing is more intimate. Yeah. But like you have to like I'm like this. Well, mm-hmm. y'all can't see me, but <laughs> 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 like I'm face to face with somebody that I'm kissing. Right. Yeah. Right up in your face. And there right. has to be I mean, it doesn't have to be, but in order for there to even have that moment, mm-hmm. the setup. The whole setup for a kiss Mm -hmm. is some kind of connection and some type of intimate moment. Unless it's not, and then it's just awkward. Because that happens. That's the thing, too. (laughs) You're kissing somebody who wasn't trying to kiss you, and now... Oh, my God, You got the look on your face like, dang, I did it. And she looking at you like, where's my pepper spray? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, for sure. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all looking for the nonverbal cues so you're not out here kissing people that don't want to be kissed, please. is everything. If you standing in her face talking mm-hmm. for five minutes and she don't move back and she don't lean in just a little bit, she don't want that kiss. No. Nah. 
back no. away. Bag, bag. If you nose to nose with her and Put she don't reverse Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in reverse. Oh no, Terry. Oh, oh no. Bag up, bag up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. She yeah. don't want it. No, not at all. Yeah, don't be weird about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mitchell, so I, go ahead. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. So to what Ebony was saying, so do you think that that for somebody that's in it from that, can that not be intimate? Because I, I think there's a space for that to be intimate. I think so I too. can't see it. Where, if you, you ask don't get for it, yeah. When you getting hit from the back? No, I'm, well, because I mean. First of all, where that you just. I mean, are under the assumption that I just be getting hit from the back. Okay, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, if maybe statement. one day somebody were to hit you from the back, do you think there would not be a kiss involved? Um, probably. Yeah, I think it's a space for it. Because but maybe you can be in situations where it's super intimate, and hypothetically speaking, you might be getting hit from the back, and he might be kissing you, or mm-hmm. yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that kissing or caressing or making it seem less of a. Um, primal act, I guess. Because it's very animalistic, right? But, I mean... It it, it can be, especially if you have have a partner that that is more reserved and not accustomed to doing certain things during sex. So, in the case of doggy style, if you have... (laughs) You know, somebody who's... I've never I'm, heard doggy style sound so classy before. It, that was very <laughs> educational. That, that was, was very, very educational. Mm. That was real smooth. I like that. Very <laughs> BBC Earth of you. Very. Then what? So in, in that case, if you have a partner who's not really accustomed to doing it, and they say, hey, I never really did this position, and i never been comfortable doing this position, but, you know, for you, I'm, I know this is something you like, so I'm going to take the time to do this for you because I know this will make you happy. That can be an intimate moment and that could be, you know, doggy style. Mm-hmm. And it don't even have to be a kiss involved in it. But you, that same like regular, no, no, it, like it, standard it, sex. I think what he's saying is the, the basic, care of that's, it all. That's the he he level didn't want to get raunchy and be like, yeah, uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm about to piss on I'm, you. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. I know you like that Whoa. shit. No. Hey. But like, I think. Mm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, where you were going is just the care of it all and the consideration. Yeah, yeah. So this care. is not something that's in my normal bag of tricks, but right. because I know that this is what you enjoy, let's go, let's, let's do it. Let's pull out right. all the yeah, stops. You yeah. know, it might seem standard to us, but there, there's somebody out there somewhere who says, "Well, I don't really, I don't really do that, or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really give fellatio or oral or this that whatever something that's a given to us. It's, it's mm-hmm. very personal for them for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's true. That's a point. That's a valid point. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So how do we like? How do you build intimacy, or where does it, where does it begin? Is it something that has to be done purposefully, or is it just natural. a time thing, a natural progression thing? It starts with just building the moments, building those special intimate moments with that person, and they're lasting. Those moments lasting, you know, a little longer each time. Like, you know, the first time you held hands, you know, you had that little beat in your heart like, oh, shoot, I'm going to go for it. And you grab her <laughs> hand and she don't like snatch away or, you know, she just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's a little intimate moment right there. You and then build it becomes it. a regular thing. That was a, yeah, it's a regular thing. Now, every time you go somewhere, y'all holding hands, being all cutesy wootsy, whatever. <laughs> all right. Cutesy You know, it's something like that. The first time y'all sit on the same side in the booth at the restaurant. 
Oh, yeah, that's a thing for me. You like that? I love it. It's it's cute, you know. I think it's cute. Y'all elbow to elbow, hip to hip, you know. It's really hard to eat. You're left handed. <laughs> if you left handed, you gotta work the logistics out. You gotta work the logistics out first. I need ample elbow space. It's really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> but I do like it. <laughs> but these are the moments that build intimacy until. You get to a point where it's just a regular thing, and now these just are regular intimate moments with that one person, and you guys have just built a solid foundation of intimacy together. I think I, I'm gonna go back to this word. I didn't I didn't do a good job with it the first time. I think trust is a thing, and I think in order to be intimate with someone or create mm-hmm. intimacy in a relationship, you have to be willing to be vulnerable to a degree, mm-hmm. right? And you have to I feel like the only way to feel comfortable being vulnerable around somebody is to build a certain level of trust with them. Mm-hmm. That's that's my two cents. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I don't I don't disagree there. The trust and vulnerability <coughs> absolutely um are they go hand in hand cuz but then, like, mm-hmm. also, when you break trust in a relationship, I feel like that can start to break down the intimacy in the relationship, too. Like, yeah. I don't okay. feel as yeah. comfortable being as open, being mm-hmm. as close to you as I used to feel because the trust has been broken. Yeah. So that, let's talk about that. Because when we have an abuse of trust, um, that leads to a loss of intimacy is what you're saying, because the yes. vulnerability is I, there. I really mm-hmm. think so. It does. So do you think distance can also create a loss of intimacy maybe but distance can i feel like distance can build intimacy sometimes Mm -hmm. really i mean i mean it depends on what are we talking like are we just talking like long distance relationship or like you went away out of town for a while or y'all stop talking for a minute or distance like you sitting on a different side of the couch like what (laughs) no how distant are we talking (laughs) when i say distance i mean like long distance relationship because just going out of town i'm kind of a I don't know sometimes I've subs- I do subscribe to absence makes the heart grow fonder like I want to mm-hmm. miss you because mm-hmm. I think that that does create a little bit of intimacy but I was referring more to like long distance relationships somebody moves away or even I guess trying to build the intimacy from a distance you and you might be able to speak on that show you in a long distance relationship yeah. this man about to get that married it must be worth it Dang, you can't be putting all my secrets out there like that <laughs> You I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, I get it every day for my job. Everybody asks, like, so y'all married yet? Like, when's the, when's the wedding? Would y'all get? Did you propose? I'm like, dang. Tell them don't the rush. Give me a minute. Like, you got time. Let me prove to her I really like her. Like, dang. Let me prove to her I, like her. I really like her. I like her. No. But being, I appreciate that versus the reverse. Yeah. Man, <laughs> don't get me started. Continue no. though. Um, but not to take me to a place. Yeah. <laughs> we not no. It's twenty nineteen, Jerry. All right, tell us about the long distance relationship. Long distance relationship. Oh, I, was, I mean, if you got some No, I ain't got nothing to say. You sure? I'm positive. I mean, nothing hey. positive to contribute. Oh. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Call I'm you. sorry. Um, but I mean, her living three and a half hours away. And me working five to six, maybe seven days a week, her being in school every day, studying and working. 
it's hard to like schedule actual time to go see each other, but we kind of map out every two to three weeks. One of us goes to see the other and spend the weekend. Or if we get an extended weekend or some time off, we'll go spend time with the other person. It builds intimacy that way just because you kind of can plan ahead what you want to do, what you can do, what you know you can't do for time reasons. And I'll go two, three, maybe a month without seeing her, but then I'll go see her be there for four days and we'll spend almost every minute together those four days. And it'll just be little stuff that you can't do with somebody that doesn't live with you or lives near you. Like go to Target? We'll go hit up Target. We'll <laughs> going Target. to Target is Ebony's love language. We'll run through Target. <laughs> All I ever want to do is something simple like go run errands. It's, I mean, we'll do that. We'll go run errands. When she come, she'll come to like with me. like going to the grocery store. Yeah, book. it's fun. Oh, it is. I mean, shopping trips with me is fun in general just because I don't know how to act in public sometimes. So oh, yeah. it's That's more it's more times of her like, <laughs> stop, put that down. Why you can't just be normal? I'm like, what you mean? She's like, just put that hat down. I was like, whatever. But it's just like little stuff that you don't get to have with someone who lives like around the corner from you. So we'll sit on the couch and watch a whole Netflix series together or we'll cook a meal together. We'll go out to eat and we'll just kind of walk around and be like touristy Mm -hmm. in the city because the city she's in, she's not from there. I don't really know too much about it besides LeBron left. (laughs) (laughs) You sound a little hurt. Oh, no, look, I'm happy. He's on the Lakers. That's my team. So I'm happy LeBron is there. We needed somebody. I got about. nothing to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a savior. That's all I'm going to say. We needed a savior. Maybe we could talk basketball later, bro. <laughs> you know. But, yes. Anyways. But, yes. It's just little stuff. And those become intimate moments. Just little stuff that you normally take for granted with somebody. FaceTime Doran? <sighs> she FaceTime me all day, every day. She Are you know my happy whole... about it? You... No, just she <laughs> knows my schedule. Right she knows that. my schedule better than I do. So the moment I get like off work, and I'm like, all right, bet I'm in the car. I'm trying to go home. As soon as I started up, do 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 do, and I'm like, it's her. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, oh, I just got off work. Oh, good. Let me tell you about this. this <laughs> and the whole ride home is our conversation. And then I'm like, all right, let me call you back when I get in the house. And then I hang up and I get in the house and I'll just be like, I ain't finna call back until I use the bathroom and go change my back. clothes. <laughs> and t- I, I get a 10 minute grace period. That 10 minutes is up. It's ringing. Like, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, I just took my shoes off. Dang, you moving slow. Anyways, <laughs> man, I was doing this. Right, I was right like, back to the story. Right, right. <laughs> That and sounds it's just, like Ebony. And that lasts for like three <laughs> it hours. sounds suspiciously like Ebony, me. Are you, <laughs> y'all want to tell us something? Yeah, let me find out. Right. No. But suspiciously. It's just, it's those kind of conversations that you would normally have with somebody. You you know, you go to their house and y'all just hang out. Yeah. yeah. That's a real thing because I, and I'm far too old to be feeling like this, but I don't really like to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. And as I get older, such a talker. it's more of a, like, just pull up on me. Like, let's go somewhere. Let's, right. I'm a, yeah, I'm a face-to-face yeah, person. I don't want to sit and talk on the phone. I'm not about to text you all day. Oh, like, yeah. just pull up on me. Like, right. I'm, and it's, I'm yeah. the only one that don't mind talking on the phone around here. It's like, we can talk. but We can. Like, I don't, don't text me to death. Oh. And I mean that from the depths of my soul. Don't I don't have that. I'm not that. 
okay, I'm a big personality, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not that interested over text. You know, you can't put your best you foot forward off. over text. I, yeah, I'm real dull. Like, like, how you doing? Like, LOL. How was your day? LOL. LMAO. The best you're going to get out of me is the crying laughing emoji. And mm. that's... I abuse crying laughing. Especially the one that's on the side, the rolling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, to, for extra emphasis. Yes. Look. Yeah, I certainly abuse that when one. When the gifs came out... I was oh. back on. Oh yeah. Hey, the gifts, the gifts help it. <laughs> it does. Like you can really yes. capture an emotion. Yes. With a good gif. Wait, is, That's hard, is it though. gif or gif? I say gif. I say gif. I say gif because it's a G. I say gif. Gif. Yeah, I say gif. I used to say gif, but I be around her a lot, so I say gif, and I think that she's right about everything almost in life. <laughs> don't, we don't have I'm to do wrong. that right now. <laughs> well, you do be right about everything. <laughs> I, I mean, I know a, a lot about a lot. When you write, you <laughs> a write. About a lot. She's like a keeper of all information. <laughs> okay, Jeopardy. All unnecessary hey, information. Humble okay, brag, Jeopardy. I am the Jeopardy champ. Hey. Nobody no. is seeing me in Jeopardy. Hey, no. hey hold on now. We going. Hold, hold on now. Hey. <laughs> Nobody's seeing me in Jeopardy. Hey, I, I had the Jeopardy, Jeopardy video game when I was 10 years old for PlayStation 2. I won Whoa. it. He's saying he killed you. He's trying you. to challenge okay. Is that a challenge? Don't have people Jeopardy okay. video game. <laughs> the Jeopardy app on my phone. Me and my grandmother used to watch Jeopardy every day when I was over at Jeopardy yeah. fame. Okay, well, what can you do now? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you know what? People always want to talk about what they used to do. Always want to talk about what you used to have. Ain't nobody worried hey. about that PlayStation. That's the old Hoover, man. I, I would have <laughs> went pro if I took my I'm a guest here. I'm not about to play with y'all. <laughs> moving uh, right along, moving right along. <laughs> so we talked about losing and creating intimacy. Perry, did you have something to add about uh, losing and or creating intimacy? Yes, yes. As far as the distance goes, I think, um, I think, you know, that depends on who you're with. You know, the, the high school couples that, that go on two different sides of the country and, and, it, and the, the young man's an athlete that just got off the state for the first time. Y'all Dang. might not have as many oh, intimate girl. moments as you're thinking to have. High school relationships still count. I don't count. I, I, I would say I would say seventeen, eighteen up. Because I you, think we need to stop yeah. trying nah. to delegitimize them. Like yeah, yeah. it was what you knew to be love. Like we always say, oh, that was puppy love. But that's what that was what you knew to be love right. at that age. Nah. And especially since uh, no. so many people I know today are still hurt from high school. And so many men are <laughs> yeah, still hurt yeah. from. Eighth grade, heartbroken whoa, whoa. eighth grade. Wait, whoa. Because <laughs> men and women. Hey, I know a few women who they done finally got some snapback and they done finally started to look good in their mid to late 20s. And they like, oh, I'm from the stun on all these people that talked about me. Oh, and you, you always got to get bogged like, on this. He used to, to call me a mud duck, but now he in my DMs no, yeah. talking about, dang, oh. you thick. Like, Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all on me. You always keep a get bald on list. <laughs> reasons you have to reasons why my Instagram will always this. be public because I know I know you watching and you gonna catch this glow up. You want them every time I glow up, you gonna catch it. Mm. Every time I level up, I want you to see it. Yeah, that's a thing. Period. Why that's, can't guys have that? Y'all no, everybody deserves that. Everybody should get that. Everybody deserves that. That's not exclusive you to men or women. Take it. That's on you. That's I mean. on you. If you want to take the high road, go ahead. I'm down here. <laughs> I'm down here with mine. When they go low, I go lower. When I go hey. okay. when they go low, I get in the basement. Well, I'm glad I had that clarification. Man, you better take your moments to shine on them. Oh, I be shining. I just I, I don't like to shining. throw it in everybody's face. Why you not? know, cause I'm humble to under to I'm a certain humble. degree. To a certain degree, like I stun on folks like, oh, y'all hanging out, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what? What does Whoa. that even mean? Like, I mean, right, are you okay. stunning on them or shitting on them? Right, <laughs> shitting on them. I'm, <laughs> I'm, like I'm doing both. On. I'm doing both. You messing with the old work, like you, you picking up leftovers. Like, okay, it is what it is. Man, I feel bad. Everybody, I would, you know, really need to stun on or shine on. I don't, I don't have access to them anymore. Mm-hmm. So everybody in my life is. You know, people I'm good on good terms with. You know, no type of mm-hmm. beef or an- animosity from mm-hmm. sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade. Yeah, high school. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it is time to let that go. You gotta sure. let that go. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's time to let the that right. the high school uh, animosity I go. Cannot even think of a high school relationship where I'm still trying to shit on somebody from. Oh. I, I, yeah, used to be I don't even. The people. My heart didn't been broke so many times since then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Man, that's a thing. But like, I've been in love and out of love so many times yeah, since high school. High school, mm-hmm. you said, yeah, high school, they don't have access to me at this point. Like, you don't go up that far. Yeah, they they don't even have access to me. But good luck and Godspeed to everyone out there. Um, still, I hope y'all living y'all best life. Still on high school hope. Mm-hmm. Or just everybody, period. No, everybody that's uh everybody, period. Mm-hmm. But especially people that's still on the on the high school hurt, it's mm-hmm. probably time to seek some therapy. I feel well, which nothing wrong with us as black people. We need to get out there. Come more on, and no, it's not. It's nothing yeah. wrong with no that. Go, go talk to somebody so your heart's mm-hmm. not aching for a decade after high school. Man, that, if that's, you're not that's well, not cool to bring into a, no. a new relationship if you want to be intimate. Not at all. Or just period. period. Don't bring, you gotta don't heal bring yourself. your past relationships into Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Please heal yourself. Heal yourself. please. And do your own work. Don't bring do your baggage your to me work. expecting for me to carry it yeah. because right. I got my own mm-hmm. that I'm working through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know what? Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I just had a conversation with some of my friends, and I'm going to try to recall it as quickly as possible. And we were talking about, this is a little bit off topic, but roll with us, guys. Um, We were talking about differences between men and women having the ability to confide in their friend groups. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, as women, how... that was me. Was that me? No. You had it again with me then. (laughs) Yeah, I think I debriefed you after I had the conversation. Go for it. But, and it, you know what, matter of fact, it's not as off topic as it seems because at the beginning, I think Perry said um, there are different types of intimacy and you can have intimacy in a platonic relationship. And so the conversation that I was having with my friends um, was that basically women in our immediate friend groups, we share a level of intimacy and we um, confide in each other. Like we talk about things that, I guess you could deem personal, but mm-hmm. we, we bounce ideas off each other. We talk to each other. My best friends know my hurt. I know their hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We share each other's joys. Um, but it seems like largely men don't have that level of intimacy within their immediate friend groups. Do y'all care to expound on that? I got that kind of intimacy, but I have a like a diverse friend group. There's okay. a lot of women. It's like six of us, uh, three women, Oh, seven, counting myself, sorry. Mm-hmm. Three women, three guys. And That's like friends. Do you watch the show? Friends? Yes, it it's is. It's just like that. It is. And, like, we'll I get together once or <laughs> twice. We'll get together, like, once a week, and we'll hang out, and we'll go, you know, we'll get drinks, we'll get food, and we'll just talk about all the shit that we go through all week long. And we talk about our relationships, 
you know, yeah, with people outside. Different. Are these college friends? Where did you acquire these friends? Um, these are like a mix of college friends, um, friends I met like at work okay. or people we just met hung out once or twice and we just kept you know bumping into each other and said you know what let's exchange info we'll just you know okay keep kicking it that's kind of dope because i kind of feel like mm-hmm. i don't know how to meet friends in adulthood it's it's crazy oh. meeting friends in, as an adult is terrible for it. you got a like, lot of friends i do i have a mm-hmm. lot of friends so it's not that, like i'm opposed to meet like no new friends i mean new mm-hmm. friends are cool but mm-hmm. i have so many friends i don't even have time yeah. To gather more friends and be a real friend to more friends. Well, and that's awareness I, if, is half if the I battle. keep getting friends on my list, I'm gonna be a trash friend to everybody. Yeah. Wow. Awareness is half the battle. <laughs> Perry, mm-hmm. intimacy in your um platonic friend group. Do you have a group of or guys or yeah. mixed or yeah? Like what's your main circle? Um, my main circle. Uh, well, I guess these days, since I'm not home, home anymore in uh, Philadelphia and Michigan, I, my main circle is uh, about five, five to seven uh, gentlemen and then a few ladies, too. Some of them date. But uh, we have an extremely intimate relationship. You know, we've been called having a bromance for <laughs> upward toward a decade now. Um, wow. My college friends that I met my, my freshman year and. And this is coming from the antisocial ghost friend. I'm I'm never around. I I'm not here when all the big stuff is popping but off. But you're there when them. it counts. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm there when it counts. And and when we talk on the phone, even even a texting conversation with me and my friend group can be intimate. I talked to um one of my friends when I was on the way down here from Mount Pleasant, and he was you know talking about whatever's going on with him and and whichever lady he was going on with. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're very open about that stuff. And uh, yeah, that's that's not that's not outside the norm for me even though i know me me and my friends we come from certain areas to where that will mm-hmm. that may be the norm that's kind of how we were brought up but just over the course of growing up traveling different places um going to school and being exposed to different people different things different styles of communication i guess we kind of matured in in mm-hmm. our in our friendship to where we were very intimate and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, really a thing or 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 a question of why or mm-hmm. how are you so intimate as guys. So maybe I'm naive about it because I feel like that's not the norm or that's no, not, not the majority. No, it's not. Like it's not the norm. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not at all. I don't think it is. The, most of the people I, I know outside of that group and even knowing my friends with their other friends mm-hmm. and, and other relationships, they're not as, you know, intimate, maybe because their other friend isn't as well versed in, in communicating or being open and personal about certain things, but because mm-hmm. of us and we had, you know, we basically grew up together in, in, in college, you know, yeah. It, yeah. And in 2010 to 2019, you know, you learn a lot about each other. You spend a lot of time with each other. You see mm-hmm. each other in different spaces and, and environments within college. So man, college mm-hmm. friends, you see them at the best and yeah. the worst. Absolutely. More and more than once. <laughs> So I think that leaves a lot of room to be very open and intimate with each other when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. What about college friends? I think that's a word. Um, college friends, like, you know, when we're young, in our childhood, we always say, you know, these are our friends forever, best friends forever. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. our, you know, childhood, uh, grade school friends. And, um, but the friend, and I do still um, have friendships from as young as, you know, 10 years old, 11 years old. I did too. But um, mm-hmm. 
largely a lot of my friends are friends that I acquired in college. And I think that it's such a pivotal time of like Mm -hmm. a new set of formative years, if you will, Mm -hmm. because you're coming into adulthood and we're all experiencing um, similar things at the same time. And like to your point, you didn't see each other at their best and their worst. So you've seen people's lows, you've seen them graduate and triumph over those lows. And I think that that going through that together, um, that process, if you will, creates that level of intimacy to where you might be more comfortable sharing things with these people because you've seen them through many stages in life. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super important to have. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely blessed for the friends and experiences that college afforded me. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> Most of the friends and experiences <laughs> that college afforded me. I have friends. I don't know. I have friends outside of you and sprinkle of one or two here and there. My friends came before college. So even yeah. like my college friends, are your mm-hmm. they were my yeah, high school they friends. Were your high school so like friends, yeah. which is rare, but five of us went to high school together. That is so crazy. Even mm. still I think that that's insane. Like knowing y'all. That is. I think I that know. that's kind of a like it's crazy. It's like, crazy in a good way. I mean it's mm-hmm. awesome. I know it's not something that really happened. So Mm-mm. I mean so those are my friends friends like Yeah. We went to high school together, we went to college together. Even some of them went, I went to middle school with. Mhm. So I've had like in every stage of life, I've been on teams, dance teams, yeah. more dance teams, that's a, sororities. Yeah. So that's a big thing. It's like that's what helps make you such a good friend. So person. many friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe because people who people who are <laughs> in like you know teams or smaller groups, mm-hmm. they tend to make friends and like make larger groups of friends easier than people who didn't because you're used to a team dynamic mm. so mm. you're used to working with four to five other people at one time and being able to let four to five different personalities flow at once without getting overwhelmed or feeling like you're being you know belittled or pushed yeah. aside to let everybody else grow and i think part of friendship too and part of what you're saying is being able to let other personalities shine right mm. there's so many people in this world that have to be the center of attention mm-hmm. Man. all the time. They make it hard to have other people around them. They make it hard to have other people mm-hmm. around. They keep a lot of people around mm-hmm. them, but they kind of always in have and to out. be the star. But they have to be the star, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just not that way. But mm-hmm. I, but yeah, that's a point. I mm-hmm. think that's an interesting take. Um, different because that I guess kind of goes into having different friend groups, and we you know you hear people say, oh well. I do this with these friends and I do mm-hmm. this with these friends and I don't really mix friend groups or what have you. And right. I think that that probably has a lot to do with it is uh, everybody has a different role in their different friend groups. Right. I don't really mix my friend groups either. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause some of my friend groups are intertwined with each other, which well, is, yeah. well, that's crazy too. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that I don't mix with anybody. I was just like, and then it's some people, like <laughs> yeah. some groups, and it's, it's it's some people that's like people you're you my friend, and me and you are friends, right? And we can do stuff, and but... we can do stuff, but <laughs> yeah, I, not really so much in a group because yeah. of whatever the dynamic is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, which is crazy. But I really, I don't. Why are we like this? That's, that's is that a dynamic. woman thing? No, that's the, I, I I've think got that's friends. The intimacy of the relationship, though. I part have of friends. It. I can't bring around other friends. Why? They don't know how to act. 
Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a it's a they broad just, statement. They just they <laughs> but we know what you mean. The thing, the level <laughs> of absurdity I let my friends get away with, the other friends wouldn't tolerate and it would be a fight. Oh, okay. So oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing. There are certain things like just what my best friend are different. My best friend, you know, the way he lives, would get on somebody else's nerves to the point where they're like, No, you gotta go. Like I can't have him around me because he gonna get me sent to jail or mm. we gonna have to fight. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like you keep certain friend groups separate for a lot of reasons, but that's you know that's yeah, just you how it works. You have to. I mean, you don't have to, but I, I do. don't. I, I don't bring my work together. friends around my you know regular friends. I, y'all never, got work. Friends? I've never really been a work. I, mean, I work with all black people. Oh okay. Um, yeah. So all can't my relate. all my friends are well, all my work people are like Cannot there's. Relate. My coworker was like 29. He's married. Um, and then my other one, we went to high school together. So you work with your peers. Right. So we're all like around the same age. We all do the same job. And then we all do like kind of the same extracurricular stuff outside of work. Yeah, I so think that's different. we've got I, a lot of mixed interests together, which yeah. kind of keeps us closer. That's kind of cool. I literally can't relate. Like I wasn't being asked. So I've just never... Um, I have in one situation and it was a it turned out very interesting when I worked with uh, a group of my peers, if you will. And from that experience, I said that I never wanted to work in that type of situation again. Mm-hmm. But I can't relate. I don't think I had that either. No, it was, it was once I worked with my best friend um, one time, but it was just her. So it was it was real easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with the ex-girlfriend, too. Oh, how'd that, How'd go? that go? Mm. <laughs> that, that, that was easy too. It wasn't, I got her the job, so hey. yeah, it was smooth. That's nice. Yeah, we worked at a daycare. Okay. That's interesting. Y'all both both had to be um, mature. I I'm sure. I ain't never hooked my ex up with no job. Listen. <laughs> hey, but you're, you're talk, Set that you're, nigga you're, up you're to talking. get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> you need a place to a work. Job mm. is not what you're gonna get from me. <laughs> I'm gonna send you indeed.com. You better you get can't it popping. Mm. You, you, you talk. You talk to the person that it's very hard to be on bad terms and remain on bad terms with me. Mm-hmm. More times than not, if we dated or if we were in a relationship, we're most likely on good terms now. It's only like one person. So, do you believe in closure for relationships? Like, what does that look like for you? Because so, and I asked that okay. because you say, mm. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I asked that because you say that, you know, y'all are all on good terms. And I feel like a lot of times the reason why uh, relationships come to an end and they result in bad terms is because there was a certain level of, um, like, misunderstanding or certain ends left untied or things mm-hmm. like that. Because Closure is kind of a fallacy to me anyway. It like, is. A lot of times we say we want closure, but we just looking for an excuse to drag the situation on mm-hmm. yep. yeah. and keep going back. Right. But I think in this context, closure, like, you know, y'all at least can't, y'all came to some kind of understanding or mm-hmm. some sort of amicable re- resolution to where y'all are still able to be cool. Yeah. Uh, so for closure, I, I think it is not really, uh, I think it's a fallacy, like you said, in the, in the way you said it. Because for me, I, I can get closure in. And, and reflect, you know, I can I can talk to myself and get closure. I don't necessarily right, need, you don't to, need them for closure. to say, right. hey, can I come over so we can talk about this? I don't necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, need that or anything. Mm-hmm. And in, in my past relationships, it was kind of, you know, you, you talk and then, you know, you understand. At least, at least if you understand where you messed up at, mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. can kind of 
you can kind of get by it given some right. time. And so I've had um, I have people that I've dated where I've had to speak to them to get closure, whether it's what they wanted or what I wanted, or I've had people I've uh, dated to where, um, you know, I just needed to not speak to them. You know, I didn't speak to them for however much time, and then yeah. you bump into each other randomly, mm-hmm. and um, and then y'all start talking and realize like, hey, you know, we, yeah, we I were both dumb, like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, shoot, yeah, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah, so yeah, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes not, you just need time. Yeah, that, I think it all mm-hmm. just just depends on mm-hmm. on who you. Ebony shaking with. her head. No, I just can't. I can't with this right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. We don't have to do it. No, we can do it. I'm just saying, like I, clo- I think closure is a fallacy too. Mm-hmm. Like in the spirit of closure, we will like I. I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak about me. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of times wanted closure but really just didn't want to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I can't. So I'm not able at this point or at this stage in my life. I mean, I guess it depends on how relationships end. Mm-hmm. But even, like, if you end and you're still on good terms and it's like a friendship was built out of the relationship or even prior to the relationship, mm-hmm. maybe. But even then, I don't even know. Because I, I'm at a place where I can't take old relationships into new relationships mm-hmm. anymore. Right. Under any circumstance. Mm-hmm. So I've had, for instance, a friend that was my best friend for my entire life. And then we dated and we went our separate ways when that didn't work out because I can't carry those relationships mm-hmm. into the next relationship. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that it can be done, but it's with respect easy. to having an open communication and a regular relationship with an ex, I... That's, no, I, I, I can't I do that. it. I, I don't think that. That, that, gets choppy. that gets choppy for me. Because I had a similar situation. Um, fell out with a a really, really good friend. And um, the way that I, <laughs> I had to seek and find closure on that on my own, um, based off of the way that it dissolved. But for a long time, I rationalized it with myself is that I had to close that chapter um, in that relationship so that I could, because I couldn't bring that into, I couldn't Mm -hmm. bring that into a new healthy situation, as Ebony said. Um, And I think that that is the case a lot of times. Mm -hmm. We need to close that out. So having that open line of communication, like I just recently was talking to a male friend of mine and we came to the conclusion that all of his ex-girlfriends still have access to him. And I kind of was like, Mm -hmm. So yeah, what's up with a, that? I can't do that. That because I, mm. I was like, so you okay. still, so right. you still talk to them? And he was like, yeah. I mean, I'm like, so you, they all still have access to you? He was like, well, you know, I'm single, so I yeah. guess that's not. Mm-hmm. And I felt it because you're right, you're single, so you, mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, cross back through those doors, like a lot of times we leave doors cracked because we think we're gonna open and close and come back through them again. But in the same regard, I feel like he's playing a dangerous game because you've built um you've built whatever you've built you allow these relationships to continue and then when you do get enter into something with someone else she's likely going to you know require you to cut off those communications Mm -hmm. and then but you've already set the tone with these young ladies that it's cool that they can communicate so i think it's just and it's hard to cut those ties at that point it's hard to cut it's hard to do that for somebody that you were in a relationship with for however long, X amount of years, and then you guys break up, 
and you feel like y'all and are now, still cool and y'all still cool and y'all have regular communication and she can call you whenever she want to call you it's going to be hard to break those ties right. yeah for anybody yeah right. I, well i think i can no it is it, it, it's, it's been it's been rough uh, for me in in some relationships and uh yeah, and stuff. Like keeping those open. Yeah, yeah. Just because you know, for a long time, a lot of them did have access to me, and and it, it wasn't any ill intent or or foul play there, because you know it was strictly yeah. platonic. But even just the look of it, yeah. And, and you it, get it, that it, question like, yeah. who is she to you? Why do y'all still talk? It's why, why do y'all still talk? Yeah, if it's, still if talk? it's over, why do you still yeah, talk? You, you still like right. her? She still like you? Like, no, no. And I think you put it perfectly, ill intentions or, mm-hmm. um, you know, malice. And I think that that needs to be applied to closing out those situations. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'll use social media for the sake of argument. Like, okay, we're done talking. We don't have a relationship anymore. I'm going to unfollow you. You need to unfollow me. Like we just close that chat. It does. It doesn't. And there's, I don't mean any malice by it, but we just don't need to have access to each other anymore. Right. And then you run the risk of this too. Like I've run into this too, where I've kept the door open and, um, and it was like platonic mm-hmm. and now I'm dating and I'm serious into another relationship. And, while it's platonic to me, now this person is starting to they're catch holding feelings. holding on to hope. Or, yeah, they're yeah, rekindling, rekindling feelings and things right. like that. And now it's awkward. Like, uh, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. this ain't that. You know this ain't that. And now mm-hmm. you have to cut it off again. And now they heartbroken again. And it's like, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do have that continuous cycle of opening and closing the same door? I, I think I, I because that. it's the level it's of It's a toxic. <laughs> well, for sure. You got to close yeah, it and it lock is. it and leave it that way. I think it's, it, it, no matter how innocent it is, I think it's a small level of toxicity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But our, I feel like that's yeah. the culture now. We we leave doors open all the time. Or we just operate in such a sense of ambiguity. Mm-hmm. That oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. It just, it, Everything it is does, gray. Yeah, it does nothing but create confusion. So at the beginning, what are we? What are we doing? What is this? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, okay, well, we're not doing that anymore, but maybe we could because we still talk. I don't know. I'm just trying Mm -hmm. to see how it goes. We're still cool. Like, we operate in that gray area so much all the time, and it's very, very detrimental to healthy healthy relationships. It does turn toxic, for sure. Definitely. I feel like it's... Oh, I was just going to say, you got to know what your intentions are with that person. Mm -hmm. And if those intentions aren't met, you got to cut it off because... Now, you knew what you were looking for. They didn't. You're not getting it. You leave and look for someone else. And now that person is still thinking, like, maybe I can find what that person was looking for in me now. Mm-hmm. Now that their attention is not all the way on me, I, I can muster it up and say, all right, well, maybe I am looking for that now. Can we, you know, have that thing back? But that person's already moved on to the next person. Mm-hmm. And if you left that, you know, that door cracked, thinking well maybe i you know some time did him good he'll do the right thing this time but what were you doing with the new person that new person is going to ask like why is he still coming around if you said you moving on yeah and leaving the door cracked on your end doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that 
I mean, you know, like you might be open to it on your end, but that mm-hmm. doesn't you can't uh, guarantee that that person is going to reciprocate or that they're exactly. going to be responsive to that. Exactly. And then now you entered into a whole new world of hurt because mm-hmm. you've left that door open and possibly um, inadvertently closed other doors mm-hmm. because you were. Now you got to explain yourself. Yeah. And nobody likes to explain themselves to someone that they're trying to get close to. Mm. Because you feel guilty. Even though you even though you didn't do anything wrong, you had all the purest intentions in the world, but now you're being questioned and you feel like, well, I didn't do nothing wrong, but that person's asking me questions as if I did or I did it, you know, purposefully. And now you gotta feel like, well, dang, maybe it was wrong. Maybe I should have just said, We're done and closed the door, left it that way. So it doesn't look like I'm waiting for them to get to get it right so they can come back and take your spot. Yeah. I think intentions was the the big takeaway from that, be intentional. Um, mm-hmm. We got to wrap soon. But prior, before we do that, I have a, a quick question that I would like people to weigh in on. So we talked about intimacy, building it, losing it, all of that. But when we talk long, long-term relationships, relationships go in waves, right? So mm-hmm. there's ups, there's downs. There's times where you're way closer than others. There's times when you're just there sitting mm-hmm. in a relationship, especially if we're talking about something really long-term or a marriage or lifelong for that matter. Mm-hmm. So then my question is to anybody that wants to weigh in, once the intimacy is lost, like once you're in a slump, what kind of things can you do to get it back? Hmm. Questions that need answers. Cause I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> well, and this is the faces look. <laughs> I got nothing. No, <laughs> and this is me obviously coming from a place of speculation, but I think that that's where the um the whole continue to date your spouse thing is important, mm-hmm. and um making sure that there's just always effort put in. So. I don't think that um, intimacy will be completely gone. We might lose it at times or in your words, be in a slump or whatever, where we not, mm-hmm. we kind of beefed out right now or we not feeling each other or, or just nothing or mm-hmm. nothing just or blah. yeah. Or yeah, we're bored. Whatever the case may be. One of us is going through something that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, creating a barrier to our intimacy. Mm-hmm. But I think, Again, that's where the the effort comes in and the dating each other and trying and maybe we need to start courting each other once again or maybe, you know, just the effort. And I think it sounds corny maybe, but like the whole remembering why you fell in love kind of thing to mm-hmm. rekindle the flame and um, put some fire under your ass to get, a, get the effort going mm-hmm. to try. Because I think that we underestimate how important effort is um, on both ends. People like to be shown effort. People mm-hmm. like to be made to feel like they matter, like they're being considered. Mm-hmm. And that's where the effort comes in. Try the, right. the little things, the little things that you know your partner likes, the little things that, um, that made you smile at the beginning. For me, like uh, one of my love languages is acts of service. So the little things do do something for me put mm-hmm. something together or just recently um it was icy out and somebody walked me to my car that made me smile so 
just the little things. Little Understood. things matter. Uh, I like that you said mm-hmm. that. Uh, when you first you said effort, and then you said you know doing the things that that you like, because you can put effort and put it into the wrong thing. So mm-hmm. if, there's, yeah. if there's, there's a lack of intimacy or oh, romance or what have definitely. you, if if one partner is just doing you know what they like because that's what's going to get them back right. on the board, but mm-hmm. meanwhile the other partner's over there like. Nigga, I don't even. I don't care about this. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even want to see this movie. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even like it. Like whatever, whatever it is. Right. You, yeah, make sure, make sure it, it's you know it's, it benefits it's, your your partner. Make right. sure it, it's for them because you can do whatever you want right. whenever you want to. That's mm-hmm. it's not the issue there. So. That happened to me this past Christmas. I I screwed up Christmas bad. Oh man! <laughs> like how? Do she, tell. She went all out for me on Christmas. Like she bought me a. Red Wings jacket, uh, Lakers sweatshirt. She bought me a bunch of clothes, some gifts. Like she went all out for me, and I think I bought her like some framed pictures, uh, some stuff that she didn't like. Um, I is this bought y'all first Christmas. No, it was the second. Yeah, it's the second. Okay. And well, technically third. Was it thoughtful? I was. I thought it was thoughtful. She thought it was cheap not cheap but like effort no effort the effort was there but it was in the wrong area because mm. it was just like some stuff that she wouldn't have liked but i thought it would i thought she would like and she didn't like it oh wow i bought her um a nice little shirt but it was the wrong size so how did you recover um after you fumbled christmas how did i recover did, did he recover? We just don't talk about it anymore. I'm trying to remember. What did I do to make up for it? I don't know. I apologized. I apologized my ass off. Like, I was keep sweat begging. Like, please, please believe me. Like, I tried, and I can do better. And I don't remember what I did. I did something like I drove all the way to her and took her out to eat and bought her something. Um, I paid for like an online class for her. Um, okay. I did like I had to make it up a lot. Have y'all taken the um? Do you all know your love languages? Have you taken? She the know hers. I don't remember mine. Okay, you should probably revis- revisit that. I should. Um, and I say that like obviously mm-hmm. nothing is the gospel, but. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's kind of like baseline, like relationship mm-hmm. um, intimacy building. It does help create intimacy when you can speak to each other in your love language. Mm-hmm. So I think so too, but you know, I don't subscribe to love language. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay, not that I, I don't to, subscribe Go to ahead. It. I want you to share. It makes me so happy. Why Ebony not? has this profound thought about love it's languages. It's not that profound. You it think is it's to so me. profound, it's but I don't think it's me. profound mm-hmm. at all. Like, go ahead, girl. I think that, okay, so what are the five love languages? Words of affirmation, physical touch. Acts quality service. time acts of service and gifts yes. receiving gifts yeah yeah right mm. so i think we need it all and that's mm-hmm. why i don't subscribe to any one love language i think that my love language at whatever given time is whatever i'm lacking mm-hmm. so mm. i feel like cool in this one relationship this person might be more he might give me all the gifts in the world or he might do all the things for me that I don't feel like doing or he might spend quality time but he's just not that 
he's not a, a touchy feely person. So he sits on the other side of the couch or mm-hmm. he do, and I could be lacking that at that time because mm-hmm. I require that level of closeness, but I feel like I require a little bit of all of it. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm lacking, I'm going to say, according to that book, yeah, that's my love language at the time. So, I, I don't think it's that profound. I, I think I it's just it, it is maybe just because it's a it's something that I hadn't considered before. So it opened mm-hmm. my mind up to a lot. I also to expound on that, I feel like excuse me. I feel like the language in which we prefer to receive love may not always be the same as the language that we give love. Mm-hmm. So like Definitely. you may be a gift giver, but receiving gifts isn't really a big thing for you. Or you may um, prefer to perform acts of service, but people doing acts of service for you isn't really, that doesn't speak to you the same way. So I think we need to be cognizant of that. I I agree with that too, but of course the book says otherwise. I mean, it says that we tend to do what you prefer. Yeah. So it tends to say if you like, to receive gifts, you tend to be a gift giver. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it says. That's what I don't, it says. I don't know that that's always true, and it 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 may be true mm-hmm. for some people. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, I like I like the I I appreciate the whole concept of love languages because, or at least just breaking them down. Yeah, but but that's where it stops for me. To be that's honest, that's about where it stops for me. Yeah, though. I mm-hmm. I can appreciate the having them defined and broken down and being able to. Um, Identify put words the, to the a element right makes it more that tangible create, right it may it creates a tangible element to it but right a tangible you element can speak, to intimacy you can speak to what it really is to, instead of saying right. i just feel like this is what you should right. be doing for me you can I, just say you should do this yeah i know each time i've taken it I, i've gotten probably different results i've probably taken it like five or six times i have too, seen that's which what is how was i formulated my yeah, theory and, it's and, like and, whatever you're lacking at the time yeah and, and, and one the top two it's either comes in one or two it's either um time or or acts of service those interchange mm-hmm. at one and two okay. and then the mm-hmm. bottom three they all kind of switch up mm-hmm. and so and i could see a lot of truth to that but i i recognize that that I think the first time I took it, I was 2021. 20, I'm 26 now, and each time I've taken it, it was a different phase of my life, and each yeah. result yeah, kind of spoke to a different period. And looking back mm-hmm. on it, I'm like, oh well, right, because we're growing and yeah, changing, right. always yeah. too. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point now because like uh, gifts was always at the bottom, but I'm I'm starting to like gifts a little bit. You so. ready to receive right. his gifts, ladies? I'm ready. Hey. That does not include <laughs> I'm sex. I'm starting to like gifts a little bit. Sex is not a gift. Sex is not a gift. Sex is not a gift. Sex is not a gift, ladies. I feel you. I mean, so mine are uh, words of affirmation and acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I've dated men that bought me a lot of stuff. And that never really spoke to me. I mean, I was younger then, so it spoke to me in a different way. I don't think it. <laughs> but that's because you were getting it. You, you were getting it. Oh, because theory. I wasn't lacking. Right. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't lacking it. And that I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it full okay. circle. All right. Because I do kind of. And I share Perry's sentiment of I kind of enjoy getting gifts now. Mm-hmm. However, now, and this is um, this might be a weird flex, but okay moment. But like, <laughs> so I was dating, I was dating this guy, and um, it was like birthday time, and he was asking me what I wanted him to buy me, and I really was stumped, like I couldn't come up with anything. And I tend to, at this big age, <laughs> I tend to prefer sentimental gifts. Um, thoughtful things, practical gifts even sometimes. And I really had to think about it, and it came to me that 
because I'm in a position to take care of myself now, um, anything that I want, I usually go out and get it for myself. So I have a hard time thinking about when somebody says, what do you want me to get you as far as gifts go? Because if it's something that I want, I usually just get it for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think if gifts and acts of, acts of service could be uh, tied into one, like the just the whole process of you thinking about something that I would want and considering what you think I might need and making it thoughtful and or sentimental that means more to me than just a, mm-hmm. a, a material thing. So I have a question for y'all regarding this. So what do you do if, if you know, you have a top, let's say words of affirmation is your top love language. How do you approach it if your partner's lowest love language is, is words of affirmation as in, they're not accustomed to, you know, mm-hmm. speaking to you, giving you praise and talking you up, this, that, whatever. If that's their weakest point and that's what you need the most, how do you approach that? Um, I think it's been my practice to uh, be, um, hmm. I think it's been my practice to be what I need. And I think that it happens almost without me thinking about it. So if, for instance, words of affirmation is a thing for me I'm trying to make sure I'm not mm-hmm. lying <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh if words of affirmation is a thing for me and I think that it is I'm very much uh, you're doing a great job mm-hmm. you're looking good you know like mm-hmm. I'm very much that person I think that that your energy whatever energy you give off kind of will be contagious so I don't I don't know like I don't know outside of being that type of example but also this is about to sound really I Ebony personally am vocal so Mm -hmm. if I'm not getting something I say it okay which is not the case for Mm -hmm. all people you know Mm -hmm. like some people don't speak up yeah and like in relationships I think we tend to um, shy away from things that may come across as confrontational to keep mm-hmm. the peace, mm-hmm. right. but it's going to get more confrontational if I don't say something. Mm-hmm. So, but that's Should just it. me. So I don't know if mm-hmm. that works for everybody, but either I'm going to be that thing or I'm going to say the thing that I need. Okay, and I, I like that you said that being that. I think that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. Everybody uh, expects, you know, what they expect, but. Not everybody's really prepared to put in that same effort on the other side. Right. You know, yeah. I, I think, yeah. you know, I think uh, modeling what it is you expect, I think mm-hmm. that's that's very much needed. Yeah, I think so. You, got, so <laughs> you got something before we wrap? No. Okay, so prior, before we go, um, is there anything that would support us? So we like to support black businesses, is there anything that you would like to shut any business or Instagram page or whatever that you would like to shout out before we go? Yourself or anybody that you know was doing it? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll shout out myself real quick. Um, this is Perry speaking, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but my Twitter and Instagram are both uh, Peristotle Third. That's P E R I S T O T L E three R D. Um, I don't. I don't 
tweet or talk about shit. I, I just <laughs> I, I, I really hey. just talk about how hungry I am in, in sports, but um, <laughs> I post an occasional uh, photogenic picture, not too many of them. But if y'all want to see them, go for it. I follow back. Uh, you can follow me on all the social media platforms. Uh, Sean B. Derealist, D A R E A L E S T. That's do you be the realist? Uh, I am. I speak the truth as oh. much as I can. Um, I let people know what's going on. Um, I pretty much just show my whole life. Um, I coach. Um, I work with kids all day long. Um, I, I'm a family man, and I take pictures of my dog. That's about it. Can we talk about? The, we can talk about the dog. No, we won't talk about the dog. Any last, not not right now, Shari. No, it's fine. We can do it off. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Any last words? Any advice y'all want to give to the people about anything? Could be about intimacy. Could be about black um, love. Could be about self love. Mm, <laughs> come on. I'll say one thing. Um, communication. Communication is everything. You got to be able to say what you want to get what you want. Um, you got to speak your peace and speak peacefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I would say be like Ebony. Ebony says she uh, she, she <laughs> be ex- like Eb- this is Ebony. <laughs> she, she exemplifies what she, what she expects out of a relationship. I think that's that's so important. Um, I can't count how many times that that I, I've been with somebody that expected one thing but was unwilling to you know to do that mm. when it came to them. Mm. And I think you know that's key when it comes to intimacy. That's key when it comes to platonic relationships. I think that's just key in general. So be like Ebony and and exemplify what what you expect. That's dope. That's dope. Anything? No. Okay. Well, thank you guys for coming. It was a pleasure. You guys have been a pleasure. Thank you for Uh, having me. Always. Bye, lovers. Bye, y'all. Bye, lovers. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.